Bienvenido, Fernando Alcohólico. Vamos a empezar esta junta con la oración favorita. Dios, concédeme la serenidad para aceptar las cosas que no puedo cambiar, valor para cambiar aquellas que puedo y sabiduría para reconocer la diferencia. Hoy las reflexiones diarias de Alcohólico Anónimo nos dice hacia la paz y la serenidad. Al haber mirado algunos de estos defectos honradamente y sin pestañear después de haberlos discutido con otra persona y al haber llegado a estar dispuestos a que nos sean eliminados, nuestras ideas referentes a la humildad empiezan a cobrar un sentido más amplio. 12 pasos y 12 tradiciones, página 71. Cuando se presentan situaciones que destruyen mi serenidad, frecuentemente el dolor me motiva a pedirle a Dios claridad para ver mi papel en la situación, admitiendo mi impotencia. Humildemente le pido aceptación, me esfuerzo por ver cómo mis defectos de carácter han contribuido a la situación. Podría haber sido más paciente, era intolerante, insistí en salirme con la mía. Tenía miedo, según se van revelando mis defectos. Pongo a un lado mi independencia y humildemente le pido a Dios que me libre de mis defectos de carácter. Puede que la situación no cambie, pero cuando practico la humildad, disfruto de paz y seriedad que son los beneficios naturales de poner mi confianza en un poder superior en mí mismo. Uh, muy bueno, ¿ah? ¿eh? Tenemos una historia aquí de Felipe S. de España que nos viene celebrando 80 años hablando del libro grande, del libro azul. Uh, Felipe nos comparte de su experiencia con cada capítulo de texto básico de AA. El otro día en mi grupo base teníamos como tema seguro la historia de Bill. De nuestro texto básico, cuando me tocó compartir, me presenté. Me llamo Felipe, soy alcohólico y hoy vengo a hablar de mi libro. Aún recuerdo las caras de asombro de algunos compañeros en la reunión. Hablemos de nuestro libro. El libro vio la luz en la primera vez en 1939, su prólogo. Es la primera edición, nos dice, nosotros los alcohólicos anónimos somos más de setenear cien de hombres y mujeres que nos hemos recuperado de un estado de mente y cuerpo aparentemente incurable. Uh, el propósito principal de este libro es mostrarles a otros Acohólicos, precisamente como nos hemos recuperado. Este libro escrito por alcohólicos para alcohólicos no es teoría. 
sino la experiencia práctica que les salvó su vida. Hago una reflexión de mi paso por la comunidad. Cuando empecé a leer literatura, lo hice para tratar de hablar en las reuniones. Pero claro, solo la leía, no la sentía. Luego, poco a poco, gracias a los testimonios de mis compañeros, empecé a sentirla. Más tarde, cuando empecé a, a servir, busqué a los folletos relativos al servicio en el manual, armas, para atacar y defenderme de esos compañeros que me habían dado su mayor tesoro, su pasado. Tuve que venir un padrino, tuvo que venir un padrino de servicio para centrarme y comprender que solo tengo que buscar principios para servir. También me sugirió leer la recuperación del servidor, Manuel de Servicios, páginas 18, y la crítica al servidor, noveno concepto. He leído y buscado literatura hasta llegar a comprender y en esto estoy ahora que todo está en nuestro texto básico y que desde luego ahora estoy viendo cosas que antes no veía. La secuencia en que escribieron el libro ya en sí es una lección de sano juicio. La secuencia en que escribieron el libro ya en sí es una lección de sano juicio. Primero, el prólogo. Explican el propósito del libro. Más tarde, la introducción de un doctor. Después, Bill nos cuenta su historia. El segundo capítulo nos ofrece una solución. El tercer capítulo nos habla más de la naturaleza de nuestra enfermedad. El cuarto capítulo consigue con esas cinco palabras como, cual, como cada cual lo concibe. Desarmarnos de nuestra rebelión con Dios. El quinto capítulo nos explica cómo trabaja, no nosotros, sino el programa, y nos recuerda que realmente alguien fracasa si sigue nuestro programa de recuperación y continúa diciendo, he aquí los pasos que dimos y que se sugieron como programa de recuperación. El sexto capítulo nos sugiere ponernos en acción. El séptimo capítulo nos recuerda que la experiencia práctica nos asegura que si trabajamos con los demás, podríamos asegurarnos la inmunidad a la bebida. Pero este trabajo debe ser intensivo. No debemos de ser ap apáticos. Los capítulos octavo, noveno y décimo mencionan las relaciones distorsionadas que hemos tenido con otras personas y nos hablan de reparaciones recordándonos para que nos volvamos a relacionar que años de convivencia, convivencia con los alcohólicos pueden Volver neuróticos a cualquier esposa o niño. Toda la familia se enferma hasta cierto grado. En la pesadilla del doctor Bob nos recuerda los motivos que tenemos que pasar 
lo que aprendimos a otras personas y dice textualmente, si crees que eres un ateo, un agnóstico, un escéptico o tenías cualquier otra forma de orgullo intelectual que te impida aceptar lo que hay en este libro, lo siento por ti. En la experiencia espiritual nos dice que para no tener problemas con la espiritualidad del programa se requiere buena voluntad, sensibilidad y una mente abierta. Son los elementos para la recuperación, pero estos son indispensables. Gracias, gracias a esos 100 compañeros y a hablar plasmado sus experiencias por escrito. Hoy puedo beneficiarme de ellas y de esta forma construirme una base sólida para una vida útil y feliz. Gracias, Felipe S. España. Gracias a Dios que hemos encontrado Alcohólico Anónimo y hemos ahora experienciado una nueva vida de literatura, esperanza, fe, uh, creencia y uh, confiar. El Señor, nuestro poder, nos ha puesto, nos ha puesto muy bien. Ahora les voy a leer una historia de Juan de Nueva York, New Rochelle. Él escribió a la viña diciendo, mis hijos me adoran. La familia fue testigo de su actividad alcohólica. Mi nombre es Juan y esta es mi primera reunión en un taller de la viña. Tengo tres años y diez meses en AA y me siento muy feliz y contento por haber He encontrado este increíble programa. Doy gracias a mi poder superior todos los días por haberle encontrado un nuevo sentido a mi vida y la de toda mi familia. Tengo una esposa maravillosa y tres hijos. Mi primer hijo va a cumplir 10 años. Mi hijo nació con Down Syndrome o retraso mental y fue muy difícil para mí y mi esposa. Pero gracias a mi poder superior que nos dio la fortaleza y aceptación, aceptación. Mis otros dos hijos nacieron bien por mi alcoholicismo cada vez que me afectaba más. Yo tomé por 15 años y fui y tuve tres arrestos debido a mi forma de tomar. Tuve un accidente de auto porque me dormí cuando iba a mi trabajo. Me había pasado tres días tomando y solo dormía de dos a tres horas. Me encantaba tomar con mis amigos. Los llamaba amigos, pero cuando tenía problemas no contaba con ninguno, solo con mi esposa y mi familia. Me pasaron muchas cosas, pero los quiero contar de lo diferente que es mi vida en este poco tiempo que llevo sin tomar, solo que 24 horas a la vez. Me, mi esposa está muy contenta y feliz. Mis hijos me adoran porque cuando tomaba me tenían miedo. Hasta el perro se hacía a un lado. Cada vez que llegaba a mi casa no sabían dónde esconderse, de miedo que me tenían. Pero ahora todo es diferente. Se alegran tanto cada vez que llego a mi casa y a veces le digo a mi segundo hijo que voy a volver a tomar. Y él me dice que no. Dice que si tomo ya no me va a querer y que le da mucho miedo. 
Eso me hace sentir miserable y me aprendo, arrepiento de todo el mal que yo les he hecho. Gracias, eso es un poco de mi triste, triste historia y de los beneficios que estoy logrando solo por 24 horas, Juan L. Y ese es la, el milagro para mí, Fernando Alcohólico, de, uh, de sentirme mal por todo lo malo que hice. Abonderé a mis hijos cuando estaban chicos, uh, a la esposa, los llevé para atrás a sus papás, que hay que decir que y yo seguí a una vida de negocio y de tomar y, uh, y, y empezar otra familia y más desgracia. You know, y no podía par parar la miseria y los problemas y los DUIs hasta que un juez y un abogado inteligente, que yo les digo que fueron mis primeros uh, padrinos, me mandaron al programa. Y de allí miré milagros. Miré personas uh, que me estaban ayudando sin un peso, sin un beneficio. El único beneficio que ellos estaban es, estaban también arrepentidos por haber portado tan niños con el trago. Y yo ahora me arrepentí por haber ser tan desgraciado con el, la sociedad, con mi familia, con mi, a todos alrededor, con mí mismo. También tenía que pedirle perdón. Perdón, Fernando. Está bien. El alcohol te tenía en control. No, 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 pero de veras, de veras yo. Gracias a Dios. Gracias por el programa de los 12 pasos que me logró a, a, a tener poder, confianza. Pero ese poder y confianza lo tenía que regresar a ayudar al programa. Cuando yo agarré ese poder y confianza y lo saqué del programa y fui a hacer trabajo, negocio, a buscar mi primer amor, me caí en la, en la cara. No tenía nada para, no tenía nada espiritual para, para pararme. Regresé a AA y empecé a, a, a hacer el servicio, la unidad y la cooperación. Cooperé, me sané un día a la vez. Gracias, hermanos. Gracias, hermanas. Gracias a la comunidad de Cajólico Anónimo. Yo soy miembro. Voy a tener 28 años este año. Uh, perdí como unos 14 años. So, ya tengo tiempo eh, fijándome y mirándome y observando. Le doy gracias a Dios, a mi poder superior que me ama. Y estamos... <coughs> en paz. Neta, soy alcohólico. Neta, soy sobrio por alcohólico anónimo. Dios los bendiga. Vamos a orar el Padre nuestro, por favor. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. Véngase tu reino. Hágase tu voluntad aquí en la tierra. No nos... Perdónanos, danos hoy nuestro pan. Y no nos dejes, y ayúdanos a perdonar a los, nuestros enemigos como hemos perdonado. Tú nos has perdonado a nosotros. No nos dejes caer entre malas tentaciones, más líbranos de todo el mal. Amén. Porque tuyo es el reino, el poder y la gloria para siempre, siempre, siempre.
Amén. Perdón, empecé a pensar de la segunda junta que llega ahorita. Tengo que hacer café, llevar donuts, panecitos a la junta, porque uno de mis uh, uh, sponsees, uno que tiene, tiene seis años, y le voy a llevar sus uh, panes favoritos y el, el café especial para vegetar su... Uh, seis años que cumplió de no beber chao Dios lo bendiga Greetings family welcome to today's podcast Fernando Alcoholic let's go ahead and open with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer please God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. A speaker the other night said he memorized this prayer, but the whole thing, the way it was written, and he also memorized the 11-step prayer, the St. Francis prayer, and it says when his mind spins out of control, he'll say these out loud and peace will come back to us. I believe my mind spins out of control for my lack of integrity of treating myself like a computer, I, of memorizing and reading material and putting it deep in my heart and shutting myself off with everybody and just go over valuable gems, valuable gold nuggets, valuable stuff that my soul and where my soul and my mind and my flesh meet and the spirit. There's a, a transition. There's a meeting place for all three. And that takes time for me to shut off, relax, enjoy nature, and get with it and get the words deep in my heart and contemplate. Woo! Going deep, going long today. All right. Toward peace and serenity is the subject today. I guess we're talking about, since it's the month of July, we're talking about the uh, seven tradition, right? Excuse me, the seventh step. And what's the seventh step, Fernando? Well, you know, you know the seventh step. I know the seventh step. Humbly, you know, uh, ask them to remove our shortcomings. The word humbly always reminds me that alcohol, drugs, and wrong thinking... Uh, beat the snot out of me, beat the living daylight out of me. When I came into AA, I came uh, slipping and sliding. My transmission was uh, sliding. Metal was on the floor. My car was dry. My universal joints were busted. My ball bearings were grinding. I was, me and my car were both. Cars got full of tickets and crashed. Me, I'm full of DUIs and a record. It was a, a wonderful thing to come in and breathe the atmosphere of a haven, of a rest. And I knew that out there was raining death, acid, knives and guns, booze, drugs, crazy living in East L.A. And I knew this was a safe place. There was no judgment whatsoever. There was no daggers Even with myself, when I stabbed myself with misery, should have, would have, could have, or 
you know, I was my own. You ever see a dog bite his tail and his tail's all mangy and bloody? It's just, or bite his leg? He's just nuts. So we do that to ourselves when we uh, stay in regret. And I did that to self. Anyway, getting back to today's topic, we're reading out of page 74, 12 Steps and 12 Traditions. Thank you very much for sharing that in your thoughts towards me. I bless you. I, I ask my higher power to, to bless you today in your corridors or your mind and to go into all the hurts. I pray that you're having a, a spiritual, wonderful day, that you're at peace with yourself and those around you and especially your higher power. With our higher power, he says nothing is impossible when we enter into his peace, to his relaxation and joy. And that takes effort on our part. Here we go. Again, back to the reading toward peace and serenity is, is the topic. And we're reading out of page 74 where it says, When we have taken a square look at some of these defects, have discussed them with another, and have become willing to have them removed, our thinking about humility commences to have a wider meaning. Isn't that beautiful? Our thinking about humility commences to have a wider meaning. There's a lot of meanings on humility, guys. A lot of them. I can tell you more. We don't have time right now, but one of them is uh, humility is hooked up with humor, with uh, with hummus, with um, with the ground. You know, basically, to me, it says that we were made out of the earth, and science has proven that we have all the. Uh, Minerals and elements that came from the earth, almost exactly 59, I believe. Humility comes to have a wisdom that we're, we're created beings. And that we, we, we uh, should not use pride, ego, indifference, anger, resentments, uh, prejudice, um, and all that stuff like... Um, Complaining, condemning, and criticizing another human being. Isn't that amazing? Judge not or you judge yourself. And allow to say, Oh, is me. Egors. Any egors out there? Oh, is me. Okay, get back to the topic, Fernando. When we have taken a square look at some of these defects, have discussed them with another, and have become willing to have them removed, our thinking about humility commences to have a wider meaning. When situations arise which destroy my serenity, pain often motivates me to ask God for clarity and seeing my part in the situation. Admitting my powerlessness, I humbly pray for acceptance. I try to see how my character defects contribute to the situation. Could I have been more patient? Would I, was I intolerant that I insist on having my own way? Was I afraid? As my defects are revealed, I put my self-reliance aside and humbly ask God to remove my shortcomings. The situation may not change, but as I practice exercising humility, I enjoy the peace and serenity which are the natural benefits of placing my reliance in a power greater than myself. Whew. You know, we got to back up. You know, when I, I, I'm working with above four or five guys at one time, brand new ones. You know, one of them drank, the other one drank, but got back on the wagon. 
The other one's got six months, and they're all like a bunch of horses, you know, like you play these games, you know. And the more you feed them AA, the more time they get. <laughs> but I understand <clears throat> that some of them are using their faith to undo their cases, you know, their cases. <clears throat> In other words, they haven't accepted uh, the uh, what was their part, you know. And they're saying, well, this officer did this and he didn't do that and everything and, and pulled me and gave me that, you know, unacceptable behavior on their part. And then I let them go and go and go and finally relax. And I said, I want you to thank God for the situation and, and realize that if you don't let go and, let, and, and accept the situation and relax and pray for the person, as it's page 552, <clears throat> then uh, you're going to have to go look for another program. Because in this program, it's love and tolerance and service to others. And that means to the people that, that bug us the most, that we think it's an injustice. You know, I put it really good yesterday. Right now, uh, one of the things I was saying is this. Our higher power is a God of power and love and justice. So the minute we thank him, we're going to the to the... For the situation, just as it is, our higher power can give us credit for coming to him, coming to our higher power, help give us peace while he's working on it. You know, where we don't have to be running uh, amok of, from not accepting a court date. One of the hardest things that we all go through is being before the judge, you know, and not having to drink. That's tough. That's hard. So we, we give them words, we give them coffee and inspiration and friendships, and they're hanging in there. And finally, the guy relaxed. The businessman makes, these guys make a lot of money, folks. You know, and, and uh, they, uh, they're learning. And then I realized one thing. One guy says he, he's accepting love, love of the program, love of God, love of self, and love of others. And he's going through the metamorphosis. The other guy is going through uh, not accepting, of course, the cop thing, but he relaxed and he said, okay, I will pray for the guy for his health, for his happiness and his prosperity. I told him, pray for 45 days, write it down in the envelope and put it where you can see it every time you get in the car and just touch the envelope. And I said, I pray for that person. You will be justified. You have done the right thing what this program entails, page 552. And we can go back, too, in history and pray for all the other knuckleheads that either us or them. All right, moving right along. Whew. I'm going to read to us a story about Dan C. from Springfield, Oregon and the Grapevine of February 1993. I think I read this before, but let's, I turned it randomly. It says, my name is Dan. I'm sitting here in love, joy, gratitude, and awe. In awe because of in March 1991, I was one of those wet brain alcoholics that doctors say can't make it. People said, he'll never live through the summer. I first started drinking in the fall of 1962s, so I was well practiced. I was diagnosed several times as being a wet brain. 80% of my liver was gone. I couldn't recognize letters printed on paper. I couldn't write, couldn't remember, couldn't walk, talk with a re really bad stutter. I couldn't function at all. 
I hated everything and everyone. I lived behind a truck stop under a piece of plastic and had been that way for about three years. I was fearful of people that lived in houses and towns, and I hated them. The only good thing about them was their garbage, cans, and dumpsters. That's how I got my food and booze. I used to say I went out to eat a dozen times a day every time I hit a dumpster. I don't want to go through my whole drinking life, but only two weeks before I got sober, I was still able to walk. One day I was walking into my camp and I was in pretty bad shape and I knew I was hopeless, but I dropped down on my knees and said, God, please help me. Then I forgot all about it. Two weeks later, after having lost the ability to walk, I found myself in the emergency ward of a hospital. They told me about a detox house because I was going through DTs, but they said I had to be able to walk. They treated me like I was a person. Huh? They cared about me even though I was filthy. Huh? They had me all hooked up to tubes, vitamins, and what have you. They gave me a sandwich, a salad, and a banana. They got me to walking with a stick, and they called their that detox. They had a bed, so I went there. It was three to five detoxes for booze. It was a three to five day detox for booze. They kept me two weeks. About the fourth or fifth day, they were reading one of their of those meditation books, and it said something about. How it was better to understand than to be understood. And that hit me hard. I applied that thought to everyone. Police, society, etc. And I realized that everyone had the same fear and ignorance as I did. Then it happened. I started talking. A good feeling went right up my whole body. I felt released. I sat there for one and a half hours. And when I got up, I could walk normal. I could talk normal. I couldn't read, but I could carry on conversations. That night, a lady came into, in to hold an AA meeting. I could read how it works. When I said my name is Dan and I am an alcoholic, she said, you are not the same Dan I saw earlier this morning. I realized all I needed was to become willing. That night, when I went to bed, I felt secure and safe just like I was being held. I had received a gift of faith. The 12 steps unblocks the barriers to our natural inheritance. The 12th step, the, the 12th step, the 12th step, the last one, had unblocked barriers to our natural inheritance. God's love is a healing love. Joy and gratitude are attributes of that love. I used to have daily seizures, but no more. I found surrender easy, and I've been blessed beyond my dreams. I live in an apartment now. My wife came back. I have a good job, and I have a sponsor, and I work with others. I speak, and I love you all. Thank God for AA. Woo! Dan C., Springfield, Oregon. Thank you, Dan. This was 1993, February. He's probably gone to be with God. Hopefully not. But thank you, Dan. Amen. What a story. Okay, let's go ahead and finish up our meeting. Thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, don't take life too seriously. All the people that were born in, at uh, Bill's time and were drinking are not here. 
but there, a lot of them, we have their words and their experiences on, on tape. So listen, listen to tapes. I did already. I was walking this morning. I listened to uh, an intelligent man talk about alcoholism. Let's go ahead and pray out. Whose Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Whew. God bless you all. Thank you for coming. I'm fired up. Excited. It's working.